I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. It's time for Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in D.C. on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C., Jamie Dupree, here to update us on the very latest out of D.C., also Chattanooga. We have a report from Robert Spencer's Jihad Watch that he's put together a timeline regarding today's what they are now calling a domestic terrorist act in Chattanooga. We have four Marines that have been killed. By the way, our thoughts, our prayers are with the families and the entire military community there. According to the AP, the shooting started around 10.30, 10.45. The Islamic State tweeted a warning about the attack posted at 10.34 a.m. The ISIS tweet specifically mentioned Chattanooga, which is an obvious reference to the attack. If it's true that ISIS was taking credit for the shooting at the exact same time or maybe slightly before the shooting commenced, that would be a pretty strong evidence of a connection. And Spencer reminds us the Islamic State has called on Muslims to murder American military personnel here in the U.S. Four, again, four Marines killed. The shooter is dead. CBS News is now reporting the Tennessee shooting suspect has been identified, which the town and the police and the mayor, nobody would do, as Mohammed Youssef Abdelaziz. And the Chattanooga, uh, Chattanooga newspaper, the Times Free Press, is reporting that he was apparently a worker for the city of Chattanooga, um, supposedly in the soil engineering department of city stormwater. So I, don't, I haven't seen that anywhere else. But uh, look, terrorism is obviously the immediate thought. And, uh, and you know, re- shootings at two military recruitment centers, four Marines reported to be dead, the shooter's dead as well. Uh, but at this hour, no official report on what the motivation was. But I think a lot of people can under- will understandably uh, probably uh, jump to that and, and figure that there might be a link. Uh, certainly, you've not only got the FBI on the scene, but I'm sure you've got people already working here in the D.C. area in terms of intelligence trying to figure out exactly that. And we'll see what develops in the next few hours. The president, when uh, all this was taking place, was in Oklahoma, Sean, uh, finishing up a two-day trip there. Uh, the White House said he was briefed by national security officials before he got on Air Force One. And at this hour, I think he's just about due back at the White House fairly soon. You know, it's uh, look, you don't want to jump to conclusions. We don't know. No, but you can understand why a lot of well, people will. Yeah, listen, I, I I was actually I mean, it's such a bad situation. I don't want to say pleasantly surprised. I was a little relieved that they were willing to admit, you know, when you have two recruitment facilities attacked at once, this is not an accident. Yeah, and they're uh, about, I guess, eight miles apart or so. Yeah, about um, seven and a half miles apart. And, and you know, and it's, it was obviously an attack on our military. Now, if Robert Spencer's group is correct, and, and I've interviewed him many times, he's, he's pretty thorough in his research. If they're correct that that tweet came in at around 1034, at around the time it was actually happening. In Chattanooga, yes. In Chattanooga, then that would be pretty compelling evidence where we're going here. And, uh, and then you have uh, Mohammed Youssef Abdelaziz is his name. Uh, you have to... You know, you can put two and two together at this point, although it's not definitive. Yeah, nothing announced yet, but um, obviously, look, a lot of people are going to look at that, uh, whether or not uh, I've seen some reports that he might have been a naturalized citizen who had come to the U.S. from the Middle East. So I'm sure there will be a lot of questions. And look, again, terrorism, an obvious and immediate thought. You you just can't. And, and think about it now. We've had a number of attacks on recruitment facilities. I mean, didn't we have some in Arkansas a few years ago? Don't I remember? Yeah, well, don't forget Fort Hood and Major yes. Hassan and... Uh, uh, by the way, we're also expecting the Aurora shooter. The verdict is now in. They'll announce that after we get off the air, though, today at about 6.15 Eastern time. Yes. Um, here's what frustrates me. As you, I watched the, the press conference. So we have four Marines killed. 
I mean, it breaks it pretty much breaks your heart when you hear about this. I mean, they were just slaughtered, gunned down in cold blood. Um, they won't discuss whether the shooter killed himself or he was shot by law enforcement. It's likely, they say, as you pointed out, the shooters from the area. They won't discuss the weapons that were used. They won't rule out the possibility of ISIS. We seem to be moving in that direction. Um, they wouldn't give out the age of the suspect. And they do believe it was said that it was a single shooter that went from, from facility to facility. Uh, they don't have any evidence at this point that anyone else was involved. And apparently the officers responded very quickly, actively engaged the shooter. And um, so, I mean, that's where we are. It's yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. The FBI is officially right now saying they haven't determined that this is a terrorist act. Uh, and look, that as a reporter, that seems about right, the pace of this. It's only been a couple of hours, and I'm sure we'll find out a lot more as we get into the evening. Yeah, it's, it's just so sad. I mean, all this keeps happening again and again and again. And, you know, it also brings up again, Jamie, the, the issue of immigration and open borders and those that immigrate to this country. We'll find out more in the days and weeks ahead about this particular guy. But I, I say this because... There's an article out by the AP today. Uh, we have another Kate Steinle case, this time in Connecticut. A legal immigrant convicted of attempted murder was released from prison, wasn't deported. Instead, the administration allowed him to stay in the country, and surprise, surprise, he's charged again, arrested again, this time with full-blown murder of a 25-year-old woman who was found stuffed in a closet. And he was a Haitian illegal immigrant in this case. You know, as we've discussed, and I've told you a number of times, the Republicans have done an awful lot on this front over the last few years, now that they've been in control of both houses of Congress, in trying to publicize the data and, and basically get that data out of the Obama administration on criminal aliens, people who've come here, stayed here illegally, and then been uh, gotten into trouble, been released, and then committed serious crimes. So certainly they've raised it a number of times with the administration uh you know, I'm not sure to, to much avail when you have uh, the issue with some of uh, the sanctuary cities and others that don't cooperate with the feds on some of those things. But it's certainly not been an issue that the Republicans in Congress have been ignoring. Well, I do know, talking about sanctuary cities, we have Congressman uh, uh, Duncan Hunter coming on, as well as Congressman Lou Barletta. They both introduced legislation. I know yep. you've been following it. And uh, they want to get rid of, you know, support for sanctuary cities. Now, think about this. We have federal law on immigration. And yet the Obama administration doesn't obey the law. Um, I would argue that when sanctuary cities like San Francisco aid and abet, like in the killer of, of Kate Steinle's, uh, in Kate Steinle's case, this guy went there, seven felony convictions, five deportations. We have such open borders. He knows he can get back easily and he knows where he's going to be protected in a sanctuary city. And, and so he goes there and then he commits this crime. And I'm thinking, well, you know, who's aiding and abetting here? You know, at some point you've got to argue that, they, there's a conspiracy that allows them to do this. I mean, there are laws broken here with regularity. Nobody seems to care about what the law is. I don't understand that. Well, I guess we've had examples in the past of where the states have refused to enforce certain federal laws. I mean, a very controversial one that comes to mind, of course, is the Fugitive Slave Act. Mm -hmm. And in the years before the Civil War, we went through a big uproar as to whether or not the state should enforce that law. And so, you know, we do have examples in the past where the states have not cooperated with the federal government on a variety of things. Certainly this one, as I said, the Republicans have not been silent on this one. I've covered a number of hearings in the last couple of years where they brought up the statistics on the number of people who get arrested, who are released, not deported, and then commit serious crimes afterwards. Sometimes it's been very difficult to get those numbers out of the federal government as well. Yeah. I'm following the Chattanooga Times Free Press, and they're giving live updates. And, and I can't confirm this, but I, I, I just kind of like the fact that people are so quick to put stuff and information up there. And I, it, Lauren, is this coming actually from the free press, or is this coming from people? 
Those are their tweets. This is from the Free Press. Anyway, the Facebook page says he graduated from Texas A&M in 83, so he's been here a long time. Apparently was a, uh, a, a soil engineering specialist, as you pointed out, for the city stormfront department. Um, they gave his name, Mohammed Youssef uh, Abdulaziz. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. Uh, and apparently the next press conference is when I get on the air at 10 Eastern tonight on Hannity. So uh, it just breaks your heart. It really does. This is so unnecessary. You know, there's just such evil in the world. All right, let me let me ask uh, a couple of other questions that we've got here today. I know that this is a busy news day. Um, Hillary's poll numbers now have sunk to uh, an all-time low, 39%. Real problems now for her. Now, it's obvious. I mean, still, we don't see her suffering at the hands of, uh, of Bernie Sanders in some of those polls. She's still up, but certainly some of the underlying numbers about trustworthiness and more. I do think what it, maybe the, the biggest thing that she's done this week, I think, is give cover for the president on the Iran nuclear deal, not only with Hillary Clinton's support, but today Nancy Pelosi came out and strongly endorsed the agreement. And and while uh, there's certainly there'll probably be a majority of lawmakers against it in the Congress, I think Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi being with uh, being for it really gives a lot of cover to Democrats to stick with the president on that nuclear agreement, Sean. Yeah, I, and there are a number of Democrats that have come ag- out against it, but I think you're right. If Nancy Pelosi and high-profile Democrats, they're going to pull a lot of rank and file in with them. Yeah, I, I think it'd be if they were sort of hands off, uh, that would raise a, a a lot of questions. Also, on the Planned Parenthood story that we talked about yesterday, uh, we've had, uh, got several committees in the House that have now officially started the investigation of that undercover video. There was actually a video issued uh, in the last little while by Planned Parenthood by their chief in which uh, she denied that the group made money on tissue donation for medical research. And the Republicans say, obviously, they, they want to see some evidence of that. Also, what we learned today is that the group that made that undercover video, Sean, uh, they may have shopped it to members of Congress, Republicans, who may have seen it as much as a month ago, but not really brought it to light. So uh, we're hoping to get a little more information about that. Yeah. What else do we know about uh, the, the president, Bill Cosby, and the fact that he donated to the Clinton Foundation and I guess it was Jennifer Palmieri was asked yesterday. The president said if you give a woman or a man, for that matter, without his or her knowledge, a drug, and then have sex with that person without consent, that's rape. And then the question was asked of Jennifer Palmieri about about whether the Clinton Foundation will keep the money. Here's what she said. She's, she's gotten, the foundation's gotten money from Bill Cosby in the past. He's campaigned for her in the past. Do you know if, if the foundation would consider giving the money back? Um, I don't. They, um, but, you know, the, uh, you know, the foundation has, uh, it's, uh, the, there's been a lot of donors that uh, have given uh, have given money. Um, if they, uh, as our friend Pabagala said, it's you know wealthy people give money to help poor people. Uh, we think that's so. You don't uh, see any reason to thing. give the money back, regardless of the of, of what some uh, donor done. I mean, I think that you should uh, uh, like the foundation can um, also speak to this. Right. But um, you know, this is uh, wealthy people giving. Uh, you know, it's a good overall point, by the way. It's like wealthy people giving money to the foundation to do good work. Right. You think about that through the you look at what happened with the Clinton Foundation and money from Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Obama, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, wow. I thought it was interesting that uh, listening back to the president's remarks from his news conference yesterday, it seemed to me that he had thought a lot about whatever answer that he would give on Cosby if asked about it. Uh, I I just I wasn't I did I didn't take from it that there was sort of an off the cuff answer he gave yesterday at that news conference. Yeah, well, it's hard to say at this point, I guess. What else is happening in D.C.? What's the latest on Iran? 
Uh, the latest is uh, more lobbying. The vice president was just downstairs a little while ago meeting with Senate Democrats here. Uh, uh, there's, you know, again, I get the feeling that there's Democrats who are ready to go against this. But for the most part, as I just mentioned, I think they're sticking together. But still, there's a big lobbying blitz going on by the administration on the uh, the, the presidential race front. Uh, Rick Perry went after Donald Trump hard again today saying that Trump is offering, and these are Rick Perry's words, a toxic mix of demagoguery and nonsense. We'll see if Trump responds. He already said the other week that Rick Perry needs well, to he get took glasses. The, he took the first shot last night on Hannity. He took shots at both Jeb Bush and Rick Perry. So he's he's not holding back. No, and uh, what uh, if you follow Trump on Twitter, he got up this morning and he went after Macy's, and he said something to the effect of, Macy's stores suck. I hope uh, Trump said he hopes that the boycott continues forever. I doubt that was an intern this time. Uh, no, I sort of think that's him. And uh, yeah. hey, listen, that'll make the race even more exciting if he's controlling his own Twitter feed, Sean. Hey, uh, one last question. This Planned Parenthood issue, and we're going to debate this later in the program. What are they saying in Congress about it? Uh, I mean, look, the Republicans are starting their probe. I'm sure there'll be hearings at some point. I'm sure there'll be a vote on a bill to deny Planned Parenthood funding. I could see that getting through the House of Representatives, getting that through the Senate. I don't know. We'll have to see exactly what the investigation shows as to whether or not Planned Parenthood was whether this was a money making operation or not. All right. Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in Washington, sir. You're a great American. We owe you one big thank you as always. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN, toll-free, telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. Speaking of this immigration issue, another Steinle-like case, this one happening in the state of Connecticut. We'll give you all the details of that. We have a debate over this situation. with It's just so unconscionable, this you know scandal with Planned Parenthood using a half a billion dollars of taxpayer money every year, and now they're caught on tape talking about the most grotesque uh I guess, harvesting and selling of body parts of fetuses. It's unbelievable. So we'll get to all of that. But first, I want to tell you, this is a new day and age we live in here. And let me tell you something. Identity theft is something you've got to protect yourself against. These identity thieves are smart. They're ruthless at what they do. And all it takes is one hack, one breach. Thieves have everything they need to take over your life. Now, look at what happened with the government. Their investigators now believe that data theft from the Office of Personnel Management Computer Systems compromised the sensitive personal information, including the Social Security numbers of roughly 21 and a half million people from inside and outside of government. All it takes, one hack, one breach. They have everything they need to take over your life. Now, don't live in fear. You need to change, though. You need to protect yourself with LifeLock Ultimate Plus Identity Theft Protection. They'll protect your good name, your credit, your Social Security number, your bank, your retirement accounts, your credit cards, and even the equity in your home. You can enroll in LifeLock in minutes. Your protection starts immediately. Go to LifeLock.com now. You'll save 10% on your LifeLock Ultimate Plus membership. Just go to LifeLock.com. Got to use the promo code Hannity to get that discount. Or just call and mention my name, 800-440-4836, 800-440-4836, for LifeLock.com. You told Sean you need his insider updates straight from the source on today's big news. And Hannity gives you more every day. Sean Hannity. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.